This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Pretend we're British. In a shitty condition. We're pretend, we're, we're, right. pretend we're British. We're recording, aren't we? Right. Yes, we are. <clears throat> uh, oh. Like a good lag. The the gang is back, folks, minus Zatch Crapman, who's off Gross. doing Zatch Crapman stuff. Zatch he's, Crapman? He's always been a behind. That's who the fridge is, uh, we'll by cra- the way, coming to. Zatch Crapman. Yeah. So, uh, welcome, everybody. This is your host, Jeff Glucker. This is the Hooniverse Podcast, and it's episode 75. And no... It is not an on-the-road one, and no, it is not just a Blake handling the duties of, of manhandling Alex Roy and with Chris in the corner. Manhandling It's all three of us, folks. Well, I mean, there's always manhandling of Alex Roy it's when Blake's around. Well, there's manhandling, period. Yeah. Um, a lot of time. So, Blake, how are you? I'm doing I haven't wonderful. seen you in a fortnight. That's true. It has been a fortnight and <laughs> probably no half one. Probably. It's been at it's, least it's a score. It's been almost a score. It's been yeah. at least a score. Almost Chris, a score. how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, busy as usual. So We're here in the uh, the smoking tire uh, station in Culver City uh, using their shit while they're away. The outpost. Matt is in, in Europe doing cool car shit, and uh, Zach's up in um, uh, Northern Cal yep. with uh, Mr. Musto filming some uh, some drive is. stuff. Him and, him and Thaddeus are making some more stuff for you to watch and probably complain about. <laughs> I love complaining. Oh, the stunt, the stunt driving one was awesome oh yeah that yeah, doesn't yeah. even have that many views and that one's fucking killer. we have to have zach come on and talk about what his plans are with his new crown Vic. oh yeah yeah he already texted me that, that yeah. i don't want to spoil it for him but he texted me some shit that's going on to it uh how's this horrible beer that we decided to steal from the smoking tire guys this is good beer drank oh yeah it's horrible, good beer horrible but... conditions so uh, it's been in a would you call that a water cooler i suppose yeah a water cooler like you would use like for a, high school football practice yeah exactly you dunk it over some or, jv coach or something yeah you'd yeah. see that you'd see that attached to the back of your average landscaping truck right. or blake used for violin practice when he was in high school that's yes. racist in his piano. it is racist <laughs> he was part of the joy luck club it's been it's yeah, been right. too long i haven't gotten one in oh, um that's precious Jack. uh so yeah. yeah we're drinking uh from golden road which is a great los angeles brewery yeah, i feel like great. i should start doing beer more often just because of the beer snob it's, stuff i'm guessing that that's after sitting in the warm office all day it's probably a crisp 93 degrees no 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 because it was in it was underwater so at it least was in that, really it was gross so it's water. it's it's less than i mean this this room isn't hot no but i turned on the ac so it's it's probably so, yeah. room temperature <laughs> At best. which isn't ideal yes um but it's not the worst beer i've ever had I, well, we'll just pretend we're british we're british we drink it room we drink our lagos we got a lucas refrigerator and it broke <laughs> yes. you two both have the most pitiful british accent i dare you sir i report you to the queen i'll have a foster's that's... All right, Blake. Anyway. What have you been up to, buddy? I haven't seen you in a long time. <laughs> I uh, I came back from the Miat Extravaganza two oh, weeks ago. So I don't. Why didn't I get invited why to that? Didn't you I'm, get I should invited. talk to I thought you were friends with Beth. I am. I thought Braga cared, Jeff. She apparently doesn't. Oh. There's a there's a maximum height requirement, yeah. and uh, you are over it. Exactly. You have to be this. You, you can't be over this height to ride the Miata or drive it. It was all. Everybody there was five six. It was basically a land of munchkins right there. That's you awesome. walk in there and it's just we all We represent the Encinatas. <laughs> <laughs> Although Travis was there. Travis isn't short. No, he's yeah, not. He's not a, a, no, but he's, he's not he's a giant. Also, he makes no. up for it with his Miata like fanboyism. Me. Yeah, he really he, does. He makes me look like Mike McGrath. He's, he's, a, gi- <laughs> he's a giant in automotive journalism. We're going to get Mike on. Yeah, Mike's great. Uh, and we can hear him talk about how much he hates Miatas. That would be the New England connection. Again, I th- it'd be a we gotta get Dave Undercoffler in here. We gotta get. We actually have to get Dave on here. We gotta get Mike McGrath in there, and then we'll Plus. we'll wear fucking Bruin shirts and uh, we'll get some Dunkin' we'll, Donuts. We'll, we'll, we'll do an on the road episode at the Dunkin' Donuts. They open up in Santa Monica. It'll yeah, we uh, take okay. a left at the Dunkin'. You can finally say that in California. Take, take a, a left at the Dunkin'. Ah, no trooper. Yes. <laughs> great. Like I said, they gotta sell copies of the Herald. Give me mm-hmm. a coffee regular, a Crawler, and then a copy of the Herald on the way in. Yeah, don't <laughs> fucking look at my girlfriend. I fucking saw you when I walked in. Yeah. I love New England so Fitzy. much. Calm down there, Fitzy. Uh, Walk back New to England. your Subaru crank and got smack. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> I'm not the one. Okay, uh, 
So uh, you were at the Miata thing. How was it? it in it pictures, was, it was it looks... cool. They were like, okay, we brought out the car. They brought out the car, and then Derek said about five minutes worth of stuff, and then bam, Duran Duran. And then the second song they played was Hungry Like the Wolf. And immediately after they played that Everybody song, left? everyone left to really? go to the car. Yeah. They have some other good songs. They though. were pretty good. I listened to them on the did way they up there. play the one from uh, James Bond? Yeah, sure. Oh, come on. They I, did a, they did a maybe, Bond yeah. theme. Yeah, 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 okay. They probably did. No, they did. I Who was Bond it. at that point? Was it that was probably that Dalton? Was, that Dalton? was Dalton. Yeah. Probably Dalton. Those were um, those yeah, were Dalton. those were dark years. I still think they're watchable. I think they're pretty entertaining. They're no, Pier- they're they're not as bad as Pierce Brosnan. Oh, see, I think all like of them Pierce are. Brosnan? See, here's the thing. I think all the Bond movies are watchable. Yeah. The last two Pierce Brosnan ones were wrong. Golden is a classic just because of the video game. Golden Eye. The yes. first three are pretty good for Pierce Brosnan. What was the, the last Brosnan one? The Brosnan one on Ice though. Die what? another day. Die another day. With like the invisible car. That was kind of that. And then the one where the the planes the planes flying in the cars are coming out the back of it and they're landing in the mud and somehow just like never dies I, I don't know all i know is i remember paying money for it and being very upset that i gave the money for <laughs> well that every movie. every bond has a shitty shitty movie except daniel me. craig <laughs> okay well a lot of people didn't like quantum Souls. well they're I wrong it. i liked it quantum Souls. i mean it's not the greatest movie in the world but it's it's not bad i think it's pretty well, awesome. i really like roger Moore because he's really he's a lot of fun to watch um all right, so anyway, ND in pictures <laughs> God, looks awesome. It does look yeah. great. No, it looks better because when they leaked the renderings about six hours before we saw the actual car, I was like, this is bullshit. I really hope it's not it. Really? And, yeah, I didn't like the renderings at all. Then you look at the car, and the proportions are really fantastic. The yeah. proportions, it looks small. It's nice and compact. It looks meaner. It's uh, It's got these great haunches and this surfacing on the side. It's finally angry fantastic. up front. They fi- Yeah, they yeah. fixed... It's it's the Miata now is exactly how I like my women, short, angry, and and, red, and red-haired. quick. With, so and yeah, with, and under twenty three hundred pounds. Yes, under twenty three hundred pounds. Yeah, and twenty five years old. I also yeah. love that people were initially freaking out because there were some uh, leaked specs about the um the Our, engine. Yeah, well, like, did but I it's tell a you the Japanese story? motor or something like that. Yeah, did I tell you the story? Um, Travis and I on on the second day after they unveiled it, we. We got to drive the uh, heritage cars. Oh, so I heard about that. We drove that. a 400 mile Mazda speed, which was awesome, and then we drove the 14th and 15th cars off the line, which and I then, heard were kind of boring. I didn't like them, but then again, I drove a 1.8 that was a 94 earlier this year to Cape Cod, and it was fantastic. It rock solid, absolutely rock solid. The 1.6 cars just felt really tired, even though they only had 8,000 miles on them. Huh. So. Anyway, it's like six o'clock, and all the other journalists have left. They've actually just opened up the track. We did we did skip barber cars around the track, which is fantastic. People left, and there was an open track and access to skip barber cars. No, no, they they took away to skip barber cars. But if you had your own car, you could just drive around. Oh, so everyone's even better. There. Everyone drove around there, and then, like even like public or was the public not no, there? No, no, this is just journalists. Okay, so like Nelson Irison drove from Arkansas in his car. Uh, Chris Kendall, he drove they, his Miata out. Yeah, I didn't know he did he that. Yeah, an NC. So he yeah, it, do but that. all like mega track prepped, right? It's really sick. Yeah, it's really sick. And um, they drove the Travis drove the million mile Miata around the track with Bev riding shotgun. Nice, which is great. And then at one point, Alex Kirstein and I took a borrowed a golf cart, drove up to the corkscrew, and took some great photos from up there. Nice. No one else around. And then um, anyway, it's Travis and I are back in there, and um, one of the one of the PR people are, is going to give us a ride back to the hotel, and um. Some of the fleet guys are there, and they have to open the hood to get to the battery to charge it because that battery's drained. So Travis and I are milling around, and we're like, huh, I yeah. guess they're opening up the hood. We should walk over there. Yeah. So we walk over there, and then they end up opening the hood, and we take a bunch of photos, and then Bev just comes over. She glares at us, and <laughs> then she's quietly closes the hood. And as we're leaving, Bev goes, of all the people that had to look at the engine, why those two? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was great. You mean the two that will actually be able to identify what's going on there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, so it was a good event. Car looks good. A lot of fun. Car looks great. Derek Jenkins is cool as always. Yeah, Derek Jenkins is cool. It's a, it's a much better looking car, I will say. But the specs are going to be great because they say it's at least 100 kilograms lighter, so 220 that's their, their conversion. 300 have been some of the estimates. Um, Skyactiv 2.0 is my guess, but the 1.5 will probably be in Japan because right. we've always had a smaller engine there. And what the is, 1.6 what's the 2-liter churning out right now? 155. Okay. But, I mean, that's what the NC is churning out right now. But also... Yeah, the, dropping all that weight. New, yeah, exactly. This new Skyactiv engine will have, I think, 10 to 15 more torques, all the torques, than the NC. So. Awesome. It, but it, whatever they do, though, it's almost certainly going to be a, a turbocharged motor, right? No. No. No? No. 
the current 2.0 isn't turbocharged. No, I know the current car isn't, but I thought all the new Mazda stuff was was uh, turbocharged. No, they've actually gone pretty far away from turbocharging. You know how a lot of other car companies have 2.0 turbos? They're ubiquitous. Mazda doesn't. Mazda still got 2.5s and 2.0s. Yeah, I, I, you know, I heard they're going to be leasing the Iron Duke from GM, <laughs> and they're going to be nice. putting that in the engine bay. I like it. I hear it's going to be a pure VV6 from the DeLorean slash Ooh, every God. engine from Europe. Ooh. <laughs> um, 130 horsepower. Now, uh, getting caught up to what you're going on, what's going on now, you rode here in something rather interesting. I rode here in my new favorite vehicle, and I know I say this every 15 minutes, <laughs> but I haven't felt like this, like this amount of joy operating but a motor vehicle since he, I drove the Alpha 4C. Here's the lead-in. Guess this. It's not old, and it's not horribly unreliable. <laughs> well, we don't know that. Um, well, it might be horribly unreliable. It is brand new. It is it the is, future. It is brand new. It is completely the future. It is the Zero SR electric motorcycle. Wow. It is fantastic. Okay, so here are the specs. 150 miles of range, about, more or less. I think I have 114 left on here. And honestly, that's the amount of range I have on my bike. So Moto Goodsy, it gets something like 56 miles to the gallon, really small gas tank. And um, so 115 is probably enough for, you know, day-to-day riding. It's – have you ever gone 80 miles an hour and not heard a thing? Probably in like a Bentley, right? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, this is even quieter than that. You're just – you just get on the throttle and then all of a sudden it, it, it feels like a roller coaster. It really does feel like a roller coaster. And you're just being whooshed and pulled and pulled and pulled. And all you hear is <laughs> – that was, that was your best impression ever. That was such a good electric motor. Um, what's, this is quiet. How long does it take to charge, charge it from like empty to full? I, I don't know, honestly. It can't be that long. I don't know, but it does come with a three it does come with a three uh three prong plug. Oh really? That nestles inside the frame actually. And if you just charge it overnight in like your garage or something like that, you know, you'll It doesn't have like the type of plug you'd get on like a leaf. That bike, if I remember correctly, takes about three and a half hours to charge over a uh regular two two twenty. Oh. So I think it's probably in the five, six hour range over one ten. I mean, the entire thing's just battery. You can look at the engine, I mean, the motor, and the motor's about the size of a cantaloupe, and it's like basically two inches in front of the rear wheel, basically mounted on the swing arm pivot. And the rest of it is just all battery. A single, single speed? Yeah, single no speed. So it's really weird to go up to stoplights without having to clutch it. Like Which, having, yeah. the, having the motor that low in the chassis in that, and on that pivot also means it's almost unsprung weight, too. Or, yeah. or that's almost, yeah. So exactly. It's, it's, it's helps not a lot. Unsprung, I mean, it's, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. It's better. It's yeah. awesome. 400-something <laughs> um, pounds, which is like what my my Moto Guzzi weighs. Mm. So at 0 to 60, the company quotes 3.3 seconds. Wow. Which is awesome. Yeah. You can hit 85 in around four and a half. What is your What is your average, like, 600cc street bike doing for 0 to 60 times these probably days? Around the, probably around 3.5. Okay, like so this is a little speed. faster than your average, like, 600. Yeah. Nice. So it's plenty of bike. It's incredible in amounts of bike. Nice. And the best part is you don't have to get into it. It's not like peaky like a yeah, yeah, like yeah. Sp- super bike is. You yeah. can just kind of poodle around. It's, I think it's the perfect vehicle for L.A., and I've only just ridden it from my house. What? One thing is, though, peop- you think people aren't going to be able to lane split um, or notice you lane splitting. They won't if it's completely quiet. That's That might be a bit It doesn't, doesn't matter. They don't notice you lane. pipes save lives. Blah. Yeah, uh, on the one end, there, on the one end that's what I think of that. Uh, screaming eagle. Uh, I want people to hear me from 17 counties away. <laughs> on the other side, it's like, oh, this is kind of eerie. I'm just sneaking up to people. Like if a, a, a ninja could ride this thing, an assassin. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that'd be cool. Be people assassin. don't notice you lane splitting no matter what you're on anyway. <laughs> I'm always the guy triple-checking my mirrors. I know where everybody is, mostly yeah. in case I need to make, at any time, evasive maneuvers. I have to know which lane is open. But then I, that also helps me see the motorcycles, and I usually give them so much room just because I want the, the, the thanks man wave. I love Because the then I feel good. Wave. Yeah, I feel but you awesome. know what sucks, though, is when like you go way out of your way to make sure somebody's got room, and then they just completely ignore you. You're like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Where's yeah. my way? Like I'm scraping yeah. the, the jersey barrier. At the same time, like sometimes when I'm lane splitting and people move out of my way, I'm too busy like fiddling with the front brake and the clutch to like balance my speed and everything to give the guy a wave and I'm like, oh. Oh, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, nice. So Speaking that of clutch, though, that, that has no gearbox in it, right? No, That's direct drive. Direct drive, completely. Yeah. Ooh. So no maintenance, no checking valves, no no oil changes or anything. No, None of that bullshit. Um, just many, many years from now, you swap in a new motor and battery pack. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's probably just a battery pack at that. Yeah. It's probably the same amount of money as one of those modern retro bikes. Like, you know, if a, a brand new Moto Guzzi is probably 10 grand, it's probably, I mean, and then you, you could probably pay that much before you get the tax credits. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty good. I think it's wonderful. It's pretty good. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, the only thing you'd ever have to replace on that are brakes, grease the bearings, and tires. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And all your smug pride that coats it with a, th- a thick layer of look at me. Eh, whatever. I don't even care about that. <laughs> do think, you see other – have you noticed other uh, riders seeing what you're riding? I haven't ridden it enough to notice okay. that. But I think people are noticing that sort of thing. Also, when I was in Palo Alto driving the Kia Electric Soul, because I think they should have called it the Electric Soul because that sounds badass. And you'll be driving that in a few weeks. I know. Um, we we stopped by uh, Steve Jobs' childhood home, which was precious. <laughs> and then – on on this uh, major boulevard, we saw this Bramble Impulse R. This like oh wow, nice uh, this a other competition bike, a competition yeah. electric bike, mm-hmm. which is even faster and more gnarly. And um, the Kia Soul EV has one really good benefit: it's incredibly quiet, and um, it's not terribly fun, but it's very quiet. So all we could hear was the uh, the um, the Bramble going. It has a better noise than the. Uh, it was loud, but I believe really? the Brambles are a fair amount more expensive than the they Zeros are. They're are. bigger. They have bigger. Um, uh, bigger batteries, longer range. Yeah, hmm. interesting. So they're but, like the Teslas. Yeah. But zero, the 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 thing that um, how zero got started was that they were selling uh, dirt bikes that were electric. And when they first yeah. came out, oh, I, I was that. I was one of the people who was like, well, bikes are already efficient anyway. What what the hell's the point of an electric bike? That's just more weight and complexity. But then their their thing was you could like go through nature on an electric dirt bike and be super quiet and mm-hmm. sneak up on deer and stuff. That's I mean, it's a which good sounds point. awesome. Yeah. So well, they also have a dual sport, and they have, like, a super stealthy motorcycle that um, it's it's basically like, you know how a bike has, like, the, the frame that goes parallel to the ground and it goes up? Uh-huh. There's, like, almost nothing there. So it just goes straight up from the back wheels. It's really lightweight, and they're building bikes for the military to sneak up on bad guys. That's cool. Yeah, like Chuck Norris and Delta Force. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Everything in life is a Chuck Norris reference to you, isn't it, Blake? <laughs> Everything. Yeah. What was the last time we had a Chuck Norris reference? I, know, I, I, was, I was being Shut. facetious. Shut <laughs> Um, you know who doesn't take facetious? You know who can say it? Uh, Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris. <laughs> and Chuck Norris. Um, awesome, awesome. So yeah, I've what been tra- I've been um, traveling a little bit myself, and none of that hippie green bike shit. I was in Baja testing a new set of tires, the BF Goodrich KO2 all-terrain tire. I was very curious how that was going because you were in Baja when Baja was experiencing a hurricane. We got a tiny bit of rain and that's it okay it was so all you further just south it, it was yeah. yeah and then now it's worse with because cabo the airport's closed for like a month or something crazy um Jeez. worse yeah. in mexico is a relative term though isn't it yeah i was yeah. about to say how but, Sammy uh, cabo, we, we weren't in cabo but cabo is essentially newport beach south yeah um but baja where we were we started at ensenada and then we we drove uh the wide open baja buggies and ford raptors out to this place called mike's sky ranch so in the middle of nowhere, inland uh, Baja, and some it's... Some goddamn gringo started it's like this, shit. It, no, some guy started in the 60s as like a, a hunting retreat okay. where a bunch of guys would go hang out. Uh, there's no power. It's all generators. Generators yes. shut off at like 11 o'clock at night. But there's a big pool. There's cabins. And then there's a huge bar and dining area. Can you still charge your electric motorcycle? <laughs> no. Fuck your electric motorcycle God there. Um, of all the places that you would want to have solar panels and it makes sense, they go on generators there. Yeah, generators. Um, but... It, but it was sick because there's a uh, anybody who's been anybody in the off-road world has been to this place, Mike Sky Ranch. You go into the bar and on the ceiling it's just T-shirts and business cards and names and pictures and like you know just the biggest names possible are there. Was Iron um, Stewart there? His, yeah, his name was all over Wait, the place. Wait, no, I mean uh, at, the, at your trip. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, there was a shirt hanging in one like this old-looking shirt and in the name handwritten in marker it said Juan Pablo Montoya. Jeez. randomly <laughs> that's really um, random no but like just like but not even that but like more of the off-road guys it was just they've been going to this place since you know the 80s and the, or the 70s even maybe the 80s um we said it started in the 60s well it's a hunting lodge were they were they not letting i suppose they hadn't really figured out that to go to a hunting lodge back then yeah I, who knows but the, the the so we spent the night there and then we drove basically back towards the beach we drove along the beach and we ended up in Ensenada the next day the first day i drove the wide open buggies and the raptors and then the next day it was just all buggy and it was fucking see i've awesome. never been to i've never been to actual mexico i went with my parents to cancun once in december doesn't which count. is the least sexy time to go to cancun doesn't count 
So exactly. So I've never been to Mexico. It was so awesome. Where we stopped at the end of the day on this on the last day of driving, we were in this little place on the side of the road you know where the little bit of spanish i know is coming in handy because we're ordering beers because we're done driving and i don't want to say dos cerveza and that's it that's all you need yeah um and And that's a good one too and also pistola grande don't say that guns are illegal um (laughs) technically um even though we when we were driving back to the border the the military presence is clear in certain spots we were in tj going towards otai to do the border crossing there and we're in a a, a, like a like a motor coach um and we're passing a military truck that stopped on the side of the road with a mounted gun on the back and there's a guy manning it and Mm -hmm. he has it pointed he just has it pointed at the road so as we pass it we're head height where the fucking the barrel of his gun is so this shithead sneezed it just went, you know, it was like, really? You're just, you're just sitting there, right there, with that gun like that, ready to go. And, and he, like, we stopped at a rest stop on the way from uh, Ensenada back to the border because it's about a two-hour drive. So we stopped at a rest stop halfway, and there's a truck full of military dudes just walking around with their fucking shotguns pointed at everybody. It's like, this is so fucked up. But- so it's, it's like a less aggressive version of Ferguson. <laughs> Gee, yeah, seriously. Uh, but the the buggies themselves were some one of the. It was one of the coolest vehicles I've ever driven. Uh, it has a sixteen hundred. Uh, I, I thought they were supposed to be Subaru motors, but I s- believe these were still sixteen hundred cc Volkswagen motors. Oh wow! Paired with uh, four speed gearbox, real simple mm-hmm. transaxle. But I come to find out that those gearboxes, even though they're simple and tough, they're, they're like eleven twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, the travel, tons of suspension travel, and then the tires we're riding on are these new BFG KO twos. Right. So they're technically they're street tires. Um, we what went they, through everything. Enders? They're all terrain. Oh, okay. They're cool. all terrain. Um, so these would be something that you would put on something like a Raptor or something like that. You, but the, Not you, even. you could put I it on a Land Rover. But I, that's what I'm saying is on like a, for typical use on like a street tire, be on something that you would Cheap actually wrangler. take take off road. Yeah. So, yeah. so these these buggies, but race. on road, quiet. You know, not like whoa. You know, yeah. none of that. Um, quiet, comfortable. But super strong sidewalls because BF Goodrich was saying that the most amount of the, – the most common way that a tire gets damaged out on a trail is sidewall punctures. So, oh, so they show video fight like you'd have on a mountain bike. They show the video yeah. of these tires running over like jutted out two-by-fours and rocks pushing into the sidewall and it just keeps going right through. It was, it was amazing. It, huh. it blew me away. But the fact that we're in these buggies ripping through stuff that is just brutal. Uh, How fast were you going? Um Honestly, maybe in some sections where it was the hardest, 30 to 40, and it feels like you're doing 80. And then when it was wide open, we were we were hitting between 70 and 80. So these were so like these are like kind of rocky, like really. It was a mix of everything. Of like, it was like a mix of everything, beds. from like beach sand to climbing loose rock inclines to mud, like we're covered in mud because we went through puddles and water crossings, to the road because we had to do highways in a couple right. spots. Uh, you any type of terrain you can think of. We drove over it. That sounds like a sh- except snow. That was fun. the only thing we didn't drive. And they said these things are like I forget, I don't understand tire ratings completely. They said they're like triple snowflake rated, and they exceed that, which is triple highest, snowflake. Yeah, seriously. So See, I've only seen a double snowflake. It's before. the highest snow rating. So, so basically, that. you can still take that lift at a Dunkin' Donuts. You can still go to the Dunkin'. So go but I was Dunkin'. blown away. Uh, and but then switching mm-hmm. into the Raptor, I thought it was going to be so boring. Because yeah. they're so much heavier, even though they have way more power. Yeah. When you're doing it in the 40, buggy, right? yeah, yeah, you have the windows up, you have the AC on. Yeah. Um, they, they didn't have – they removed the um, background for the audio system. So, I mean, I would have put on satellite radio, but they took Blast all that. Because these, the, these were the trucks from Miller Motorsports Park mm-hmm. that they ah, used right. for their program down there. Uh, but once we got into some stuff, it was actually really impressive what those fucking Raptors can do. Were there any millions there? There were no millions there. Oh. Um, but you know who was there is uh, if you follow off road, uh, a young kid by the name of Bryce Menzies. Okay. He drives for Red Bull. Um, so he's a 27 year old kid. Uh, he was actually. Do you remember when Red Bull did the Cluj video where it was all the different Red Bull athletes in like a Rube Goldberg machine? It came out so. like two years ago or something yeah. like that. It was actually a pretty I, I, cool video. Uh, he drove the trophy truck in that video and like did a bunch of cool shit. Nice yes. kid. Um, obviously, you know, nice to have. The backing that he has financially to do what he does, right. but the dude can drive the wheels off cars. It was cool to see, yeah. but it was also cool to see another kid who was in our group. This was a 30-year-old 
guy who's been making his own way in the off-road world. Uh, so he owns a shop. He's working hard. So you have the wealthy kid who can, you know, he, the kid won Baja last year so he can drive. Right. But he he's had help financially. And then the other kid, uh, Justin, who is working his ass off to do what he does and can also drive. So it was really cool to see both sides. And they're, and they're both buddies. They both live in Vegas. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it was really cool to see that. Um, but it was Mexico. It was awesome. I was that drink- sounds like a great – It was, great it was a fantastic trip. Yeah. I, I haven't done too much off-road, but I think this year I've done a lot of stories. I did a lot of stories on old-school Baja, especially with the Myers-Manx. Talked to Bruce Myers oh, right. a lot. And he's he's a fucking cool as hell dude. And um, his story is just incredible, how he went down to Baja with his just his car and um, never finished it, broke both his legs. And then um, just this year, just this year, he actually finished the entire Nora 1000 yeah, original Yeah, I, I met Baja the guy who's yeah. helping run Nora. He wants yeah. to invite me down to ride, drive that. What's his name? Uh, it's oh, fuck it. Marty. Marty, yeah, Marty. Yeah. Uh, who, he, he's he made dust the, to glory. Dust to glory. And he's doing the new Baja. He was in my. He was in my group. Uh, really cool guy. He's great. Uh, yeah, he invited me to that, um, but I, I won't be able to go, uh, and I can't tell you why yet on air. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, but after driving the buggies, I'm trying to convince my wealthy friend to do the arrive and drive Baja program. Nice. So wide open, pre runs everything. Handles the chase trucks, handles the pit stops, and you you literally show up and try to finish the Baja 500. They do a 1,000 package too, but I don't want to go. I mean, trying to do the Baja 500 is stupid in its own right, but I really after I, I dude I got bit by that bug hard. Yeah, that it sounds like so a, that sounds like a bucket rad. list thing. I think you yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. you and I should do that. Well, we if we'll, we can we'll get we'll someone try. to pay for it. Fuck sweet. yeah. Um, it was it so incredibly awesome. Um, so but. When I got back, uh, I got – finally, I've got to drive the uh, – speaking of uh, on-land stuff, I just spent a weekend with the new Viper. Nice. Oh, yeah. finally, buddy. Uh, it was pretty awesome. It's funny driving was it. Was awesome? it Yes, yes, in like a, an absurd way. Yeah. I mean this, the Corvette is a better car. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not technically by, great, but it's awesomely great. Yeah, totally. Everybody loves lo- seeing it go by. Right. Uh, side pipe exhaust, V10. Uh, really nice six-speed manual gearbox, yeah. heavy clutch, which you want out of something like that. That's I didn't true. find it that bad, but I'm used to driving my. Oh, it wasn't too. Ter- it wasn't terrible, but yeah. it was. Um, uh, it but it was it was it was nicely weighted, uh, heavy steering, but again right. nicely weighted, um, good noise, still scary, still good. a scary car. Good. Uh, I know I wasn't pushing it as hard as I could on Ortega Highway, nor do I want to. You're you right. know, I don't want. I'm not. Chris Harris trying to, um, but I, I was having a lot of fun in the car. Um, but yeah, you, uh, I don't know. It was awesome. But it was like I was saying, it was weird driving a 2014, knowing how drastically the prices come down for 2015. Yeah, it's 15 grand, isn't it? it, it MSRP is 15 grand off. So I drove a GTS. Right. Guess how much it was? 100, 107. 140. Jesus. Yeah. You could buy it. You could have buy a real hundred and forty. Yeah, that's way too much money for that car. That's, because that's McLaren twelve C. Which which did you uh, which uh, Viper did you have? Which, what color was G- it? Uh, red with black stripes. Yes, that was the one that I get to mess around with for a while. Uh, my biggest gripe with that thing though is the pedal box, and that is still weird. You mean it's yeah. all the way to the right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it was as pronounced. It's way too much money for that car, though, especially considering the fact that. Now we know what the Z06 pricing is going to be, and, right. e- and even one fully optioned also, out. Uh, yeah, if you want to Hellcat. pay that much for a Viper, Hellcat, you, really, Hellcat, Hellcat, Hellcat. you really want a Viper specifically. And you're not even going to look at a Porsche. You're not going to look at an F-Type. not going to look at any other car. Right. You, you're just like, I've always wanted a Viper. So That's really that what much. it is. That's yeah. really what it is. And the, the amazing thing about that 15K off, additionally, if you bought a 2014, right. you get a certificate for another 15 off of 2015. So you can trade in your 2014 and get a 2015. You could, but right. if the dealer, I mean, I guess the dealer would take uh, it. It's, it just seems like everybody, the Hellcat keeps coming up, and not that it's not great, but it's kind of in a class in of its of its own. It is because it's, it's in not, like it's like a hyper muscle car. Its closest thing is like the GT500 because like the ZL1 is a little bit more of a precision machine than that is. The Z28 certainly is. Yeah. The you know the um, GT500. I mean, they made a big deal between the last two generations of GT500 that it could actually handle and break and do stuff like that, which was a lie. Yeah. Um, well, compared to where speaking, it came from, yeah. though. Yes. Um, GT500 has always been gnarly, and it, it was it was the Hellcat before the Hellcat was a thing. So yeah, but but that number, 707, and then there's reports coming out that one they're it's sandbagging probably. a little bit, oh, and yeah. two that 
they could have pushed it even further, but emissions would just like, explode. Yeah, when right. um, last time uh, Alana Share was was in that very seat that you're in now, Jeff. Uh, I was talking to her, and she was saying that uh, at the Hellcat launch, she was talking to a couple. She was, you know, the 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 dinner and drinks of the evening. Yeah. She started getting some more interesting information out of the engineers, and they're just like, oh yeah, yeah, this is easily an 850-900 horsepower motor if you want it to be. <laughs> it's just that one, what are you going to do with that much? And two, you know, I've heard of it's, it's already a handful. It's our, yeah, it's going to be difficult to I'm dying to drive it. Yeah, and I'm it'll be fun. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and I've always liked the Challenger, uh, even when it first came out, when people can, could right, rightfully complain about the horrible rear end, rear uh, suspension. Um, but I've, I've been liked, a fan of the I've Challenger. I've always liked from the, the Challenger beginning. too. Honestly, I think that's my pick of the current muscle cars because it's it's the one that's the most extreme in that direction. It's and the one that's most muscle car. If yeah. you might as well, the, if, if you sh- if you want one, you might as well. The Camaro and the and the Mustang are not muscle cars. No, they're sports cars. Yeah, they're the yeah. sports and cars. They were pony cars, right. and now they are full on sports cars. Yeah. No, they they absolutely. Well, okay, are. okay, fine. Not not terribly great sports cars. <laughs> the Mustang's but, a pretty good sports car. Well, the new one I got to sit in the new one, and it just changes. I really like a lot of. You know which one I really liked? One. I really liked the the last gen, or I guess still technically current gen, right. um, uh, V6 track pack. That car was fucking awesome on a racetrack. I drove a I drove an SS Camaro with the V8. Gross. I I liked it. Gross. When I had a manual. I like shut up. Well, was it the one LE or what was it? No, it wasn't the one LE. It was just a, a V8. SS. I mean, they have nothing about the Viper. Worse visibility than the Camaro. Yes. Okay. Which is that. amazing. But you know I what I found? That's it impressive. has. Okay, so I've had a vehicle that has worse visibility than the Viper. A space shuttle. Hyundai Sonata. Or, yeah, Hyundai Sonata. Really? What the new the one? The new one? Yeah. The front. Well, front-facing visibility is so fucking miserable in that car because the A pillars are now gigantic to hold oh, really? airbags. I was. Uh, I had one as a rental when I was in Dallas about a month ago. <laughs> They're already rental cars, huh? Oh yeah. Uh, well, I haven't seen them everywhere. You can. Um, you couldn't even see somebody that was coming across the sidewalk in the thing for quite some time. Damn, it's it's bad. Like to the point where I'm like, the the front facing visibility in that is now like when I had my fourth gen Camaro. Jesus. You have to look around the pillars actively all the time. You know what car has awesome visibility? A 1992 Acura NSX. Yes, it does. I drove today. Oh, you drove a 92. 92. How was that? Um, I've a, always wanted to drive. There's this guy at Petrolicious who I'm friends with, and he has, he daily drives a 92, 3.0 liter, five speed, no power steering. Yeah, how is it awesome. without the power steering? Awesome. Is it awesome? Yeah, it's great. It's not it's not like the 4C where it like fights you on every little minor bump, or if it runs over like a dime or something, I it's still just gonna need go to nuts. Drive that. Me too. Yeah, the 4C is wonderful. That's a that's a different. I could talk about the 4C for hours, <laughs> but um, because it's just that good. But the 92 NSX, yeah, it, you do have to heavy hand it around a parking lot and everything, just a bit more than a regular. Car no power steering, I guess. Right, but it's it's really good. Awesome. I knew it would better. be. I it knew even it sounds better. Really, than the 2005, which is funny. That's interesting. Maybe that's just my own perception. But it's it's down a decent amount of power over the 2005, isn't it? Yeah, 3.0. Oh, no, no, I think the power output. I don't think it's down. I don't think it's down a ton. Mid-range torque though is slightly less. Yeah. Hmm. And that car. But when when the VTEC kicks in, when the when the VTEC kicks in, yo, you hear it better than in 2005. Awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, so earlier, earlier, Blake, you mentioned uh, driving quietly at 80 miles per hour, and you said Bentley. No. One of the nicest cars I've had at speed recently, 2014 Range Rover Supercharged Long Wheelbase. I can see that. Uh, I've heard. Gross. Yeah. Uh, gross. It was 120 grand, and I fucking loved it. Not and if public. I was rich, I would have one. You'd be also no be question. asshole. But that's no okay. question. I would give it to my wife. It'd be her car, and I would drive it every chance I got. Uh, Orange County. I hit. Uh. So I drove it down to San Diego to park it for the weekend to go do the Baja thing. Um, on the way to San Diego on Saturday at like 7 in the morning, I may have hit 13 miles an hour. Great. In that thing, and it was smooth as could be, and was begging for more. The land, the, the Range Rover is the official car of. Let me talk to your manager. <laughs> uh, that thing, it was. Uh. The headrests are like pillows. They have the little jet, the, they, the they plane are nice. yeah, things that fold. Soft, yeah. Yeah. Really the, cool. the Meridian sound system, just I'm fucking blasting it on the five down to San Diego, ha- just flying flying down it was so i got there way too early but i was like whatever i'm comfortable i'm gonna run to starbucks then in my awesome range rover uh i love that car so much you, you know what it's spice latte no I'm that is that is a perfect car though that if you've got something of that you make a trip to duncan 
<laughs> Duncan's too low. Nah, you're too fucking it. fancy, kid. If you got a Range Rover. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of stepping up even further, uh, next week I am driving the Aston Martin V12 Vantage S Roadster. Nice. So that'll be nice. That's yeah, cool. you know, V12 Vantage S is already cool, even Shit, though it doesn't have the um, manual gearbox. Putting, uh, dropping, have, and I'm not a convertible guy, but uh, that's a pretty damn good convertible. So, have, have you considered maybe buying a bag of nickels to just throw at poor people as you drive by them? I would be, <laughs> I would be running after you, chasing them. I'll do quarters. I'll step it up. Yeah, ah, do quarters. That's laundry see, money right, right there. Yeah, that's, that's laundry yeah. money. Um, that's right. Earlier, early in October, I will be flying to South Carolina to drive the new BMW X6. Ugh. The the most dickheaded Ugh. car there was that ever dickheaded. Yeah, what do you think? But that's, so that's, so who's so what? Who is an X4 driver then? Do, are they a, are they a, is, aspiring dickhead? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> they're, they're an aspirational people. dickhead. All right. So I've never seen Entourage, but I assume the people who the Range Rover is the vehicular equivalent of the main guy from Entourage. So what would the X6 be? That would, would is just there a be main guy from Entourage? Vinny. Well, there was the actor. Yeah, the, the, Vinny Chase. Yeah, Vinny. that that I never watched that show. No, me neither. That, it sucked. Because the main the main actor was fucking terrible in that show. Oh, um, yeah. Plus, I wish that was my life so I oh, could watch precious. it. But who uh, who who would the X6 be the vehicle equivalent of? Would it be DJ Tiesto? I don't know. I I don't know DJ Tiesto to hate on him. Yeah, that's true. So, Actually, I met him see, once this is nice. this is what, you know wandering into the region of places where Jeff and I are too old to understand the references. No, but like like what about like what well, like is it Kanye West? I don't know. No, but or is Kanye West like the the upcoming Mercedes Pullman? Kanye West, but the Persian version. Oh jeez, <laughs> <Sorry>, bro, <laughs> uh, bro. bro. Yeah, I will You're say pushing though, boundaries, bro. Just for the sheer level of absurdity, I kind of like the X6M because uh, it's just so stupid, I, but so fast. There's still. one thing that I like about it is the insane un- uh, performance that just comes out of nowhere from it. The thing that that yeah. car can do on a racetrack is just batshit wild. Especially with the the suspension, you mm-hmm. feel it balance itself out in the corners. Um, it's just a horrible car, though. I, j- I love the fact that it's, it's a just, bastardization it's, of BMW. It's so insanely good, yet it's I'd take still the X5. it's still in a. I, and, I w- and even though those are ugly now too, yeah. But at the same time, look yeah, at them. The when X6 I go, was always it, ugly. it has no right to be as good as it is. Oddly but. enough, I like and I've always liked the Acura RDX. Because Explain you want to be an adventure. That. Wait, the the RDX is boring now. The first gen was neat. Even though it rode like shit and had what? a really There's no weird... other gen. Are you talking about the ZDX? No. Oh, am I? Yeah, the ZDX, which I like as well. But yes, the RDX I'm is absolutely a thousand percent. The, uh, the RDX is I'm not talking really, about the RDX. Yeah, I'm not yeah, talking about like the boring, soccer moms. Yeah, whatever. First, no, I'm totally talking the about the ZDX. ZDX. Sorry. Is the ZDX the yeah. Civic? The cross-tour-like no. concept no, car-y like, one? Like a, it's like an MDX but with a sloping... But a coupe. I really like it. Too. I, oh I think no, I hate it. Like accurate. No, no. I think it looks awesome. It has a really three hundred cool horsepower, interior. all-wheel drive. You lower that thing and put like actual good like tires on it and wheels and shit. It would look. Really or if you want to go off road, do BF Goodrich KO2s. Gross. Who doesn't sponsor this podcast? Oh. But probably should. <laughs> give, us, give us free tires. Right. Me well, for some reason, my, my neighbor just bought a brand new TL, and I'm like, hmm, well, people are actually buying those on their own volition. I saw the new TL. The RDX and the MDX sell extremely well. Not the RDX. I haven't seen many RDXs. I see, I them. see a lot of MDXs. And everybody who has an MDX fucking loves it. Loves it. Like Camille. Loves it. Not, I, I have three other friends who have MDXs, not even counting Camille. What huh. is wrong with Acura's marketing right now? I mean, it's, I think it's still not as bad as Lincoln. Well, even though on, Lincoln on, is on. trying. Lincoln is building complete on, garbage. I, I, but they're trying the, with the marketing. I went with to like the Matthew um, McConaughey and his true detective. Yeah, but that's like uh, that taking the slow kid and putting him in honors class, and it's just like, well, it sucks, but he's trying. Yeah, you know. Well, I went to the MPG lunch today, and it was uh, at the Honda Museum, and they showed off the TLX, and um, they had a bunch of ads saying, "Find your thrill." I think Acura is going for this new sporty performance thing in their marketing, at least in the marketing. The I've heard that the TLX is. Uh, it's kind of middle of the road. It's pretty middle of the road. Not surprising. But the the people at Honda Acura did say that it was the most important launch in the company's history, even more than the original Legend and Integra. Wow. Which is interesting. That is because they know they're on the fucking ropes. Well, they're not sure. on the ropes as at like like a Lincoln, I think. But everybody who's been a Honda Acura fan forever mm-hmm. is like, what the fuck? They have got to get this NSX so right because if they don't. That's going to be, regardless of whether or not 
that would make it any significant. That's why it's fi- taken so long. But that, regardless of whether or not it would have a significant financial impact if the NSX failed, it would be from an image the death. standpoint, it would be the death of them if, if that does not go well. To well, the the death. Pr- well, we got the production version to look forward to. I, and <laughs> I, I'm still angry at them that they nixed the V10 on that. I don't blame them, uh, yeah. just because if you look at where the the creme de la creme of the of the pushing boundaries car market is, they're they're downsizing and adding uh, electricity. So right. and I don't blame them. That's thing because the RLS well, is basically Honda's the thing is drivetrain reversed. Honda's official line is is we don't need anything larger than a six cylinder, and they said that for the last Forever. twenty years. I kind um, of have to admire Honda for sticking to their guns on that one. Just even if it's just out of I think that comes down to we don't want to engineer another engine block. <laughs> I think that's really what it comes more, down to. Uh, cylinders on the end. Like, didn't Ford do that up for a... Yeah, and look how great those modular exactly. motors were for a long time. Just do that. <clears throat> um, so, uh, getting back to more expensive vehicles. Oh, um, so, I'm driving that Aston, mm-hmm. the V12S. But that weekend, after I drive that... I get the Aventador Roadster. Right. Costs as much as this a condo. Is, Chris, have you noticed this entire <laughs> podcast just turned into Jeff Glucker talking about how, how all the great things he's getting? Yeah. 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 Well, we it. started with you, jerk. <laughs> um. Yeah, but the, the Zero costs ten grand. <laughs> yeah, but I would love – I need to get a motorcycle license. I would love to, to – I was looking up fucking uh, scooters all day today yeah. after this video Chris sent me, which we should talk about that. That was amazing. I yeah. didn't get this video. No, but I'll tell you about it. Okay. So Chris sent me that's a video. A, that's the same thing. It's from Vice. It's from Vice. Right. It's, it's a UK – Expose by this chick who's I, I don't know I couldn't take the 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 journal I'm sorry to say she this. was clearly dressing she was hard for, she was yeah but she, I kind of gave her a little thing where I'm like yes I understand your journalism and yes you're a journalist and I understand you're 22 but at the same time the way you're dressing is clearly pandering so much to but the that, audience you're when I was to in the UK. Yeah. All the girls were in those those were they crop tops. So that's I don't think that was. I thought she was stretch. doing it just to try and no, curry favor with the guys. No, every single young girl in the airport at uh, at Heathrow had basically that shirt. Okay, on. then I take it so, back. So yeah, I, but that wasn't it. Yeah. It was just like her attitude, how she's like talking she's about their very, passion and they're like, both, "This is your first assignment." Out, so you've fallen in love with the subject. The first thirty seconds, though, she starts out being very flippant about the whole thing and right. denigrating the whole thing. So it was this. But we should we should tell Blake what the yeah, fuck we're talking no about. Yeah, I have no idea what's going um, on in this and video. And the listeners at large. So yeah. basically, this chick um, goes into. There's this whole scene in the UK of like scooter clubs that are kind of there's like always been. slightly thuggish though. There's always like been. doing was, wheelies and think mods like, and think like mods, Newcastle yeah. Manchester type. Yeah, super chavvy. That was mods versus rockers back in the '60s. Bright different Beach. though. Different. 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 Like track scooters. Scooters. Yeah. Right. 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 Like. Like scooter. my scooter, like Chris's scooter, but wheeling, stunting, is, them. Yeah, stunting them down the street, uh, Instagram wars and hashtags, and this guy builds the best scooters, mate. And if you fuck with his scooters, you fucking with the wrong scooter. So you like, what, mate? It's yeah, exactly. It's super chavy track having suiting. a giggle, mate. You having a giggle, mate? You're having a giggle. You can have a go. Uh, it's so, face. it's so. I th- I'm the whole time, and it's a serious piece. And, and they're I'm laughing the entire fucking. Right. Time. And the great thing is that the entire time they're going, yeah, 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 we're. Uh, uh, we're inspired by the guys of Baltimore. Chris is smart that he doesn't do the accent. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Uh, well, I so could, but I'm not going to do that. Basically, a lot of Ali G's. Uh, yes. 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 Booyakasha. I mean, uh, it wasn't it wasn't Ali G, but it was. We were just a few steps away. Yeah, I was um, about to say that. East it was, side guys, is the way. Chavs and tracksuits yeah. is basically Ali G. It yeah, was so, so awesome. We got to send you the link. But so after that, for the next like hour, I was looking up uh, ruckuses, and I also really want to look up. Uh, I want to look at the Grom. The ruckus is the Hayabusa of scooters because you cannot find one without a chrome extended swing arm. I I still shit. maintain. Well, you just buy a new one. They're so yeah. fucking cheap. I I will loan you my scooter for a week if you I want. Know, I might have to do scooters that. Um, just you know, before you go and spend the money, see if you even like. I know. I know. But the idea of a Grom though too. That seems rad. I, like I, I saw my first wild Grom sighting. Some guy just riding around on a Grom, and I was like, "How? How do you like it?" And he was like, "It's awesome." This is the Miata thing too, which makes sense. The Grom is about the, see the Grom is cool, and it's about the same. It's about the same, as fast as my scooter. They're both one twenty five. Oh, your scooter's a one twenty five. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. Um, but is um your scooter? Chris got the an automatic. Clock. Yeah. The Grom isn't right, or am I, I wrong? I. No, the no, Grom, no. Grom is an actual. Because you need motorcycle. a motorcycle license yeah. for the Grom. Yeah, you, you're supposed to have a motorcycle license for mine too. Are you really? Because yeah. of the displacement? Yeah. Uh, anything yeah. over, anything over. But a cop would never look at that and be like, "Oh, it's this cute little scooter." You're like, Here's yeah. the great thing: is when you're on a scooter, especially when you're on a scooter that doesn't really, it hasn't done, there are no modifications. It's it is as it was from the factory. 
it makes no noise, and everybody assumes you're broke. So nobody pulls you over, and you drive 60 miles an hour everywhere. Right. It's the best thing. Do you lane split on it? it? All the time. Oh, it's so you awesome. I've never been lane splitted, lane splat by lane a scooter. <laughs> I do it all the time. I'm the most aggressive scooter driver that's, that's ever so existed. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, you, but you when I was really looking well up well in Thailand, when I oh Jesus, when I was looking up uh, the ruckus on Craigslist, the ruck guy, uh, I was looking at the modded ones because fuck it, why not? That's the only ones. You Some can of them find. were as low as like fifteen hundred bucks, and I was like, I should just buy this right. Ruckuses are pretty now. pricey for scooters. You got to watch out with the with the modded ones on those, especially. It's worse than like a modded WRX because they're modded by like. 15-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> but because I could just get a new one for like three, and then... I would... I Honestly, those 50cc scooters are not... It's too slow. It's... You know, you're going to max out... fucking juiced up the engine, though, brah? That's why <laughs> Jeff, you just go... Jeff, you're a huge dude. Just me seeing you on a ruckus. Uh, so I need to get a Grom. Dude, you, you, you watch Futurama. You know Scooty Puff Jr.? Of course I do. you. Yeah. Get ready for safe fun. That's Jeff. <laughs> yeah, you buy, buy either Grom or, you know, try out my 125 Zuma because those are cheap. Like, I bought mine for, what was it, two grand. Yeah. Um, and you can get them all day in Orange County for two grand. Yeah. And then if you get tired of it, you can come here in L.A. and sell it for 2800 bucks. Nice. And you could also look for a big ruckus if you're really dedicated. Those are hard to those find. Those are hard to find. And they're like four and a half grand if you can find them. How much are those 125 cc's? No, those are... 150s. 150s or maybe even 175s. Damn, I need yeah. a big ruckus. I didn't even know. Stretched I didn't like even crazy. know about big ruckuses. Yeah. But the cool uh, thing is... is so, <laughs> I'm going to trade my Civic for a big ruckus. The interesting thing is, is with the uh, with the Zumas, um, they're, they're very, very mod-friendly for the people that want to do that. Really? You can just, like, in the course of, like, a couple hours, you can take the entire top half of the engine out put a bigger bore um, mm-hmm. cylinder on it and just so awesome. pop it right on there. and like One cylinder? Yeah, single cylinder. Two-stroke? Yeah. No, no, no. Mine's four-stroke. The 50 cc's better for the environment. Two, it, the 50 cc's <laughs> are two-stroke, so. Awesome. Uh, oh, I need a scooter so bad. And you need a tracksuit to go with it. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, I'll go to, I'll go if you buy a scooter, a we're going to do a stupid <laughs> video in tracksuits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we got to get uh, like Thad or someone to get one, too. you got to get a million chains, and then you got to get those like big like goofy I had a million chains. I you know what? No, you just need we can chains. Pull chains. There's no way that we couldn't call up Yamaha or Honda and get some scooter thinking about. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about doing it because I've had a, a standing invite that I for years that I need to follow up on where they'll let me go to their um, their school out yeah. in um, Colton, I think it is, California, and let Scooter me do the school? class. No, motorcycle school. Oh, nice. Because that way I can do the Grom. Mm-hmm. But they'll let me do the the motorcycle school, um, and they're like, yeah, just come out, you know, pick these dates, let us know, and this is the gear you need to bring in. And I said, I have literally no gear, even though I now have a Bell 500. Um, they're like, ah, fuck it then. We'll just give you the gear too. I was like, well, shit, That's I got to go. Awesome. Yeah, you should go. Yeah. Motorcycles are awesome. I got to go. I, I, Yeah, I'm not – I mean, I'm not like Mr. Crazy Bike Rider or anything, but I can my, – The my scooter is well within my abilities to be able to push it as far as it goes. <laughs> nice. So it's fun when I'm like coming down off of hills after going hiking in Palos Verdes and like dropping a knee on my scooter. Jesus Christ. That's so <laughs> awesome. That's it's it's so very awesome. amusing. And I yell at people when I'm, like, behind them coming down a hill. And I'm like, you're in a car, and I'm feeding you. I got to go to Duncan. Exactly. (laughs) Nice. Exactly. That is fantastic. But you can never be, like, when you're on the scooter, you just don't care about anything because you're like, fuck it. I'm on a scooter. I got wind in my face, and I'm, like, Chris is having a giggle, Mike. (laughs) Is that for a giggle, Mike? That's fantastic. What are we running at time-wise? Let's see right here. We are at 47. Good God. Look at that. The fucking sensory on me. Do you want to take a little break? No, no, no. I want to – actually, this would be a good point to do my little dollar shift club ad. Uh, Hey, everybody. go. Uh, (laughs) Go to – they're sponsoring our video content, so that's a very good thing. So in return, we are – Throwing them a little bit love on the podcast here. Uh, what I want you to do, if you want some high-quality razor handles, some affordable razor blades, and if you don't want to look like a super-duper hipster, uh, go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Hooniverse. You can get in there for as little as – I think the cheapest plan, honestly, is like a dollar a month. Um, and, but don't get that one. Name. Get at least the $6 a month one and then step up to the $9, $10 a month one. But then there's also other products. They have really good shaving cream. They have those booty wipes that are actually fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff, I was um, just about to ask you. What can I get aftershave. From Dollar, what can I get from Dollar Shave Club when I'm an Asian and I can't shave? 
Well, you could. I don't know. T- I could get testosterone. I was going to segue into the booty wipes. You can always <laughs> just use it to take care of the nether regions. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but either way, just go there. They're supporting us, so we want you to support them. DollarShaveClub.com/slash Hooniverse. Do it. Do, do it, it. Do it now. Do it. Um, so yeah, go do that. Uh, on the flip side, Blake, what do you have coming up to drive? Any cool vehicles in the works? I am driving the Toyota 4Runner TRD Pro. Oh, nice. It's awesome. It I'm actually, dying to drive it. It was actually my favorite of the three. I'm my favorite. uncle used to drive a whole runner. runner? <laughs> I'm an yeah. accomplished off-roader, Four so I should, uh, I should probably drive that. It's fun. Yeah, I drove it with Iron Man Stewart. Oh, saying. well, that's rad. Yeah, fuck, fuck. yeah, it was rad. It's fucking did he, did he do a Magnafil commercial man, right? while you were there with him? Then <laughs> I asked him for cheat codes for super off-road. I was going to say, did you talk about the game? <laughs> he talked about the game. He, he, didn't know what, he didn't know what cheat codes. God damn it. <laughs> that's, that was a fun game, in, like it when you're sweet. waiting for your pizza with your family. I went to a bar in San Diego that's a barcade, and they have like a four-person uh, super off-road. Thing. I thought they were all. I remember um, those all four persons. No, actually, no. This one was two-person. There's a bar in uh, downtown LA, the, the Arts District, that has um, all these '80s arcade cabinets. Is that have, um, cool. Is that next to the Hammock District? <laughs> oh, it was the thing. Let's get into the hammock with you. Marianne's hammocks, yes. Marianne's hammocks. But uh, no, they have they have all these cool '80s. Uh, they have Pole Position. They have Spy Hunter. They have a four-person. Uh, Super off-road. They have an entire room full of pinball machines, and they have is, really great tricks. That so. is pretty there, sweet. There are two two arcade games that have to be in every arcade. One is The Simpsons. Two, X-Men. If, X-Men, it, if you don't have Jesus. those, oh, you're not an arcade. What about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That is also an acceptable substitute for either of those games. That's now, true. if you want to be like the super hipster, but I think this was a 90s game, mm-hmm. that first 3D game that came out with like the holograms. Do you guys remember oh, that yeah, shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was impossible to beat. Yeah, they couldn't. It's called like Time. No, I, I mean, it was, it was a Sega game, and it was like it looked like a giant toilet bowl that stood in front of you. Yeah, and uh, there's like I don't know if there's like a little cowboy or something. Or something? And like it was, you, it was like it was all pre-recorded video, so right. you had to input your actions in the right amount of time, or the character didn't move quickly. But right. it was a hologram, and it looked yeah. 3D. So at the time, it was amazing. It right. was. Uh, all of the gameplay mechanics of Dragon's Lair with even yes. less fun. Right. Exactly. It was just but like, it was from what, the but future. that's a nostalgic classic, though, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I think you can get that on iPad now, honestly. Dragon's yeah. Lair. Um, Dragon's Lair? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it um, wouldn't surprise me. It's been ported. It's like Doom. It's everywhere. Right, right. Yeah, did you see that story about someone who put Doom on a Canon printer? Yes, I did. No. Yeah. yeah. That little screen for a Canon. Uh, Are you really serious? Printer, you play Run Doom on it. That's kind That's of amazing. Awesome. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I don't like doing printer settings on that. Never mind trying to play a game. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, all right. Coming up for me, uh, I've, I've mentioned. Oh, you know what I got coming up that I'm actually really excited about? The Taxi of Tomorrow. The Nissan Envy. Oh, oh you the, the New yeah, York yeah. one? Yeah. Sweet. Are uh, they bring those out here? Yes. So well, Jeff- I mean, they have one in the fleet. Jeff Jablanski okay. and I drove that in New York City with two of my buddies, so it was just a cab with four dudes in it, and no, and the light was always on. But so it like, works, right? Like, in the West Village, these four, like, really cute teenage girls walked up to us trying to open the door, and we just looked at that, like, you want to get in the cab with four guys already in it? Well, my plan was what I kind of want to do is because there's two uh, new breweries in Huntington Beach. Uh-huh. Um, they're the first breweries in Huntington, okay. Huntington Beach. I want to get a couple people and shuttle them between each brewery. That's good. It mm. could be pretty fun. What if we did a podcast like Ooh, that? Ooh, you know what else Ooh, would be good? That might be a good idea. Too. Uh, Uber for a night. I thought about that too. Yeah. I thought about that too. Do the whole uh, Dead Mouse oh, thing. Spe- yeah, I was going to say. But not as cool as Dead Mouse's yeah. car. Um, I but- love how we followed through that he got really pissed at, at Ferrari and he went, Fuck you, I'm buying a McLaren. It was brilliant advertising by Nissan, too. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Fucking Ferrari's stupid. Um, yeah. So Which that is was funny because Ferrari wants to build more cars because rich people just can't catch up. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was pretty cool about him. So I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to a Nissan NV when taxi tomorrow. Maybe first week of October. Okay. Let's, um, let's do that thing then. Yeah, I'm going to try to do it. I'm, I'm going to see what I can set up. And then after that, I'm trying to line up the the hurricane. I, I can never pronounce it right. Hurricane. Yeah, I really need to get that alpha. Yeah. I really need to get the Hellcat. Um, and then I'll be good for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, and then Nismo GTR hopefully later in the year. I will say the uh, the Huracan interior is much improved. Is it? Yeah, it's it's nice. It's a nice place to TST say. boys already have it? Uh, no, I got my hands on it at the uh, Forza launch. Oh, nice. cool. Or not the launch, but the preview. Cool, cool, cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. Cool, uh, cool, cool. I went to, on Sunday, I went to the Palos Verdes Concord Elegance. Oh, I got invited to that, and I could oh, yeah. not go. I forgot um, that's a thing. It is a thing. I got um, invited to drive a Morgan three-wheeler there, and I had to say no. Ooh. Well, you've already had a... I doesn't matter. Up, I caught up with the Morgan guys there. Johnny uh, was there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was good. It, it, it was broke. Little... <laughs> Later in the day, it broke. Was it Shocking. Same, was it the same one we drove? Yep. Of course. Uh, and I, I'm on, you know, that's out at the Trump National Golf Course, and that's that's you, where you I go hiking. You can ride your bike there, right? Um, yes, I can, although I didn't this time. You scooted. Uh, no, I didn't. I rode along with uh, with Moto Man, George oh, Otaris. Nice, nice. Did he drive uh, something cool? Uh, if you call it Velociraptor, I don't. No. Okay, then no. <laughs> nope. Um, so rode out with George, and of course, this is the worst publicized event probably in all of yeah, our stuff. That's in LA. true because I didn't hear about it. Um, it. It's really more of a celebration of ear and nose hair than anything. Oh, nice. Because it's a lot of old wealthy gentlemen that have no oh, regard really? for. Oh, really? Palos Verdes? What are they doing? That's there? like there's a worse event happening in Boston this weekend. Yeah. Happens in the common. Mm-hmm. It's all roped off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all fancy cars. If you want to go past the ropes, you have to pay fifty dollar entry fee. That's disgusting. Great. Who's ever done that for a show like that? Um, yeah, it's it's just a, uh, our guy in on the East Coast, Camille, basically called it like just a celebration of how rich we are, and you stand over there, don't mm-hmm. come anywhere near the my car. The ropes are great. Well, it's also, have you ever been to the Automotive Fine Artist Society reception at Pebble Beach? They always have that gigantic white tent on the lawn. No, but it sounds and, um, pretentious. It's as fuck. I had to I had to go there, and it's basically a nursing home filled with wine. And natu- that actually sounds awesome. And natural, so everyone there is just crippledly, cripplingly old. And of course, Lincoln had a display there. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was uh, so there was a lot of interesting stuff there. There was a couple of gorgeous, gorgeous Bentleys there. Uh, however, I fell in love with a car that I hadn't seen in person yet, and this was an Icon derelict Roadster. Ooh, that would have oh, yeah. been must have been awesome. Buick? What's that? Is it a Buick? A Forty-eight Buick. Nice. Um, Oh. That's that is Gene Creamin material. <laughs> that thing is something else entirely. Super patinaed. Everything. Right? Yeah, I mean it's it's just the, what's under the hood. It's an LS9. Oh, it's the <laughs> just E-Rod, an LS9. Right? Oh. No, it's no. not an E-Rod. Okay. It's an LS. It's full LS9. I, I think last time I went to that shop, I think he was building a a Buick of some sort with a. Uh, hey, Blake, ZR1. you're off, Mike. He was building mm-hmm. a uh, ZR1. Ooh. Powered derelict. Yeah. yeah, I know he's working on a Benz derelict. Well, that's what too. that's what the LS9 is. That's a ZR1 motor. Oh right. Uh, yeah, yeah. LSA is the other one. Uh, that's um, the Caddy and uh, ZR1. He, he motor. is working yeah. on a pontoon fendered Mercedes coupe because he was going to do a project with AMG. AMG uh, fucked it up or something like that. So he he just has a, like an old Mercedes 300 oh. gray coupe. And um, he's going to do some sort of insane thing. That's so awesome. I hope my car will beat it, but I know it won't because it's Icon. Uh, Speaking of my car, real quick, uh, the engine and transmission are officially mounted. They're in place. Nice. Uh, We're measuring the steering. We're measuring the cooling, and we're going from there. They're covering up the trans tunnel where they had to cut holes to make it fit. I will be shooting a video next Maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Um, There's going to be a video coming soon because we're long overdue for a video on the Wombat. Um, But, yeah, we're, we're inching closer. Um, the Civic, I should get back next week from its, I think, third time being broken. Um, but this wasn't anybody's fault. We just had a bad alternator, so we're replacing it. Um, Chris, tell everybody, do do your spiel where they can find you. My spiel? Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hayes Data, and that's all where you can find me because I don't maintain a Facebook <laughs> presence. So all you find folks that are always asking me for phone requests, it's nothing personal. I just don't use Facebook. He also uh, hates you. Uh, well, <laughs> there's a good chance of that, but I don't know them yet. <laughs> I don't know them yet. Uh, and then, of course, uh, I uh, own and operate uh, Shout Engine. So if you want a podcast, come on over. We'll set you up for free. And uh, Shout it out loud. You will uh, You'll get your podcast online. You can say dumb things like we do at ShoutEngine.com. Yeah, shout it out loud. You can say dumb yeah. things like Jack Blake. is saying right now. Where can everybody find your fine fucking face? You can find me at Twitter at, uh, and Instagram at BZRONG. And you can also find Jeff and I this weekend at the Peterson Museum. That's true. We Actually, be, we should plug that. We um, should plug that because we are giving a symposium. Late. That's not my watch. And symposium sounds really fancy. Mm. It makes it sound I'm like it's, wear a tweed it's, cap. It's, it's like a TED Talk, but for auto journalists. Yeah, so there's a there's a uh, aspiring young folks who want to do this and make no money can come to the Peterson and there's going to be a collection of uh, uh, auto jackasses like ourselves. It's basically all of our friends. Matt yeah. and Zach are going to be there. Alana's going to be there. Aaron Robinson, Dave Coons, who's awesome. He'll probably, I didn't even know there was anything going giant. on. Peterson this hopefully, weekend. hopefully That's he'll it, be there Saturday. with his, hopefully he'll be there with his 68. Matt DeAndre is going to be there. Yeah. Um, AJ Gordon, who I've never met, AJ, and he runs AJ, yeah. Diesel Power. Something I like that. I've never met him. Either. Highly decorated journalist, though I guess. Um, uh, oh, yeah. good. There's real people there. Yeah. Well, Aaron's. And then there's Aaron's assholes, a real guy. assholes like me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it should be fun. So be if you're in the area, go see us at the Peterson. Come, and, um, come at 11 o'clock. Everything begins at 11 o'clock at the Peterson. You can yep. also check out cool cars and, you know, 
Walk around the museum. It'll be that's, great. That's it. Uh, as for myself, uh, thanks for listening to episode 75 of the Hooniverse podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Jay Glucker and at the Hooniverse. Uh, go to YouTube and watch our videos, uh, YouTube slash the Hooniverse. Uh, we're adding more and more content there, and I like to believe they're getting a little bit better each time. Go to Hooniverse and read our shit. Um, and then also please rate and review us on iTunes for this podcast so we can continue to climb the ladder a little bit. Our audience is growing, and we want to continue to grow and uh, supplant all the uh, the rest of the podcasts that are above us and See, shouldn't be. We're, we're going from a grower into a shower. Yes. 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 We're a little yes. bit of both, which is actually really where you want to be in yeah. life. Yeah. Um, so also, if you get a chance, uh, go to thebeersnobtv.com and check that out because we got funding. We're shooting three more episodes. Booyah. Surprise announcement. Haven't said that, that anywhere else yet. Uh, so that's awesome. And that we'll see you next great. week.